Although often thought of as a fruit, rhubarb is in fact a vegetable. Fresh rhubarb is available in Wisconsin from May through late June, and thanks to the fluctuating spring weather we've had, some growers are a little behind. I'm Charity Seebecker from the Midwest Farm Report. Kathy Burrs, owner of Burrsberry Patch in Barneveld, says they are a week behind compared to where they were last year. She provides some insight into what it takes to grow rhubarb and shares some of her favorite recipes to incorporate it. So rhubarb is a plant that's great for eating just the stems, but um, you generally purchase crown pieces. So they're kind of like a piece of root that you'll want to find a sunny, well-drained soil location for. Sometimes if you're able to, if you're planning ahead, you can prepare the site in the fall by getting rid of any perennial weeds that are in the area. We use horse manure, so we work that into the ground to give it a good balance of organic matter in the soil. And then you take these crown pieces, they're called, and you want to set them out about three feet apart or so because the rhubarb plant can grow up to about four feet in height and about three to four feet in width. So you want to give them plenty of space in that regard. You take the crown pieces and then you want to plant them in the ground about two inches below the soil surface so that you can cover them up then and they'll reach up and find the sun. There's not a ton of varieties out there, but there are a couple handfuls of them out there. We haven't had a ton of success with ordering crowns from companies, unfortunately. We've had our best success from splitting plants that are already well-established. They even say it's it's almost required that you split your plants every five or six years because otherwise your plant can suffer from crown rot and just the crown getting too crowded in one area. So we really do find our best success from finding somebody with plants that grow really well and harvesting their crowns and splitting them so that we can establish more plants ourselves. So speaking of that then, how is the current rhubarb season going for you guys and has the weather impacted it at all? The season's going really well for us. It started slow as everything did this year. You know, it felt like we were in this perpetual spring, winter, you know, not quite really going to hit the sunny, warm days. So it was a slow start to the season. But now that we've kept our nights in the low 50s or so, things are growing. You know, we've had 70s during the day. So we're, we're really in peak rhubarb season right now, and things are going well. When did you first start harvesting it, and how does that compare to past years? We did not start first harvesting it until about two weeks ago. I want to say like around the 15th or so we started harvesting, and that's probably a week behind past years, I'd say. Most of our markets start that first week in May. And for us, we didn't have any fresh produce that first week in May because we were cold. So then how is the demand for it going? Are you guys selling super fast or take me through kind of your customer base? Well, rhubarb is a plant that we do sell a lot of at market. Um, But oftentimes people have neighbors who have it. And if a neighbor has it, they have it. So it just it kind of depends on the area and whether or not people have their own gardens in the area. You know, it just it. It really varies from one market to the next, whether or not it sells really well or if, um, like I said, if there's a lot of gardeners in the area, it doesn't sell as well. So we mentioned weather, but weather affects the insects or weed control. 
So has there been any concerns with that throughout the growing season, or what do people growing rhubarb maybe need to be aware of? There's not a lot of pests that you have to worry about for rhubarb. They say slugs is one. A lot of times what we do, which is kind of an insect and um, weed control measure, is we put straw mulch down on our bed of rhubarb, and that keeps our weeds down. Plus, it keeps a barrier between the soil and the plant itself to prevent insects from crawling up and residing on the plant matter itself. So when it's growing, how do you know when it should be harvested? And is there a proper way to actually go out there and pick it? Yes, definitely. So the best time to harvest your rhubarb is you want to wait until the stems are about 8 to 15 inches long. So you want to wait until your plant gets tall enough to give you a decent sized stalk. And then to harvest it, you don't even need a nippers or anything like that. You just put your hand way down at the base of the stem and you just kind of twist and pull at the same time. And the stalk just kind of lets go from the plant. So when you're at a market or buying it from somebody, what should you look for to make sure you're buying good rhubarb? How do you know what is best to be cooking with? So it doesn't really matter if it's red or green. Red does not really indicate whether or not it's going to be sweeter or not. I would say stay away from stocks that are, you know, two feet long, really, really fat. Those ones are going to be tougher. They're not going to boil down as well. And they might be a little bit more bitter than a smaller stock. Another thing you want to look for is freshness. So you want to make sure it looks nice and bright and crisp. Um, If it's limp, that's not good. It's been out of a cooler too long or it was picked too long ago. Um, So those are the things I would look for. And then do you have to utilize it or eat it right away or how do you store it? No, you can keep it, I would keep it wrapped in a bag, and then you can keep it in your fridge for one to two weeks easily. You can freeze it. So I will take it oftentimes and slice it into my slices that I'll use in desserts, and I'll freeze it in the quantity that my dessert calls for. So a lot of recipes will call for two cups, so I'll freeze it in two-cup quantities and put it in the freezer that way. I don't put any sugar with it. I just freeze it sliced and in a Ziploc bag. So how is rhubarb generally used and what is your favorite recipe to incorporate it? So it's most often, if not always, used as some form of dessert, right? It's, it's a pretty tart thing, so you've got to add some sugar to it. There's lots of different ways people use it. Some people just use it, make a rhubarb sauce and put it on ice cream or on brownies. We at Burrsberry Patch, our family loves Flo's Rhubarb Bar Dessert. They're like a shortbread crust with rhubarb and powdered jello, not like made jello, but powdered jello with a sugar crumb topping. And those are Ed's mom's recipe, and we've made those for years, and several times throughout the season we'll make those for our family. Otherwise, I also do a rhubarb almond coffee cake that is really loved around here, as well as a rhubarb custard pie. So there's lots of options. So the leaves are toxic to consume. So what do you do with those? Do you just throw them away? Are there other uses for them? Right. The leaves are toxic. You never want to eat a rhubarb leaf. It'll give you really bad stomach aches. Um, Also, if you're harvesting your rhubarb, you want to avoid harvesting right after a frost. 
So if it freezes the night before, I would wait until late, late in the day before you go and harvest because that toxin in the leaves will travel down to the stem on cold, cold nights. So you want to avoid doing that. For the weeds, the leaves themselves, after we harvest the stock, we'll cut the leaf off. And we actually just lay it right back down in the bed of rhubarb because it is a great weed suppressor as well because it's a big, giant fan leaf and it prevents weeds from seeing the sun. So we'll just lay them down right there in the bed. If somebody has rhubarb growing and it's possibly dying, you know, it's struggling right now, what tips do you have for them to bring it back to life? Don't harvest it. Let it rejuvenate. They say, um, you know, if you're planting rhubarb, you shouldn't harvest it for at least two years. Let it establish. Let it get get itself strong and healthy and it's where it's growing well. You can fertilize it first thing in the spring before it really gets growing, and then you can fertilize it again when you're done harvesting it for the season. So we generally harvest our rhubarb up through strawberry season, which is really kind of pushing it. It's almost July 4th. It's It really wants to go to seed and flower, but we like to, you know, offer that as a product to our customers. So you want to be sure to fertilize, you know, once you're done harvesting and just make sure it's got the water it needs, you know, pay attention to what kind of rainfall you're getting. And if you're not getting rainfall, add some water to it. If you're getting too much rainfall, maybe try to add some organic matters or some straw mulch to it to help kind of give it some air and some dryness, something else to soak up the moisture. It's a great product to have. You can, like I said, you can always freeze it and then you can make things later with it. That's what I love about it. I mean, one of our favorite desserts to make during strawberry season is a strawberry rhubarb crumb top pie. So if I have rhubarb in the freezer or if I can still go out and harvest a little bit of rhubarb, that's definitely a go-to for us during strawberry season. That was Kathy Burrs, owner of Burrs Berry Patch in Barneveld. You can find the recipe she mentioned for Flo's Rhubarb Bar Dessert in the article on our website at MidwestFarmReport.com. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.